Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. News team, assemble! Hello everyone, it's your boys, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, and we're here to give you another week of wrestling news roundup and rumours. My name's Troy, and I'm joined by a slightly worse aware and hungover Aaron, and the new UWP Quiz King Champion, Big Tasty. Aaron, do you want to tell people why you're a bit hungover, mate? Eh, I've been three nights in a truck drinking, Troy, that's why. (laughs) But why specifically Uh. last night? Why specifically last night? Because after the quiz that we'd done last night, as time of recording, me and Ryan decided to do two more live streams of one, a Survivor Series drinking game watch along, where if a tag happens or the word Survivor Series is said, it was a drink. You've made oh, a rod for your own back there, mate, haven't you? It got very messy the first match in. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, you can see that on Facebook we and YouTube as time of recording is uploading as we speak. There you go. Nice, nice, nice. Um, you say, and- Aaron, that, well, Aaron, would you say you in fact fucked around and found out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did watching Kaiju Big Battle, mate. Jesus and, and after that, we watched Kaiju Big Battle and uh, it was fun to begin with. You'll see in the video on YouTube and Facebook. It's up there. Quickly turns a, into one of the worst things you've ever witnessed. Yeah, we had a whale of a time the first, like, 45 minutes or so after that. Nah. Kind of like drugs. It starts off fun and you end up just hating your life. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Last, last 45 minutes so I could come down. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're here to talk about some uh, some wrestling news. Uh, quite a few things that have happened this week, actually. Um, before we get into that, uh, we'll have a quick recap the past week or so shows i've not watched raw i've not watched smackdown none of us have if we haven't got anything on it i'm not asked about talking about it however at least two of us here watched uh watched day one didn't we aaron yeah what did yeah. you think of it uh, uh, it was it was a one match show wasn't it let's be honest it was it was it was all based around the main event even though that was a very put together last minute main event as well Hang yeah. on, are you, are you telling me that you're um, you weren't excited to see the, the Usos versus the New Day? Yeah. Well, yeah. you mean that match that we've seen over and over and over? Yeah. The thing is, they they never put on a bad match, but it's a match that we've seen God knows how many times. What can now. they do at this point? Yeah. That yeah. you've not seen before. Yeah. Um, the other tag match was all right. RK Bro and Street Profits. Um, what was the other one? It's just Drew there's McIntyre one. Right, so, and, so, yeah, and I'm, 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 I'm on the results here, and one of them just says Drew McIntyre defeated Madcap Moss with Happy Corbin by pinball. I hate every um, word in that sentence. Um, um, <laughs> um, what, what was the time on that match? Also, that that match went for about 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. nine forty-five, aren't they? Nine, I didn't Mate, feel like it. It felt like a fucking eternity. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I thought that match was about 15, 20 minutes. Like, like, you, know, oh, when you, like, well, you know when you see like a massive boat moving really slowly and it looks like it's, but it's actually going quite quick, but it looks yeah. like it's crawling. It, it's yeah. kind of like that, isn't it? Like an was. It was. It was approximately eight minutes longer than it should have been. It was just, it was proper naff. Uh, Rich Holland got his nose broke, poor lad. 
Ricochet hit like a 450 splash and caught him right with the heel of his boot. Yeah, I uh, saw on, that. On the nosh. That wasn't nice. Um, the pre-show was over. No, you no one even saw it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> top, top, <laughs> top. I lad. saw it. <laughs> top, top lad Seamus finished the match though, didn't he? On one. Uh, Babyface Seamus in that two-in-one match. <laughs> Wins the match. <laughs> it's mad that you've now got like both members of the bar on like separate teams. No. <laughs> Just, just give us the bar again. And just bring them back. I've still, I've still got their autographs. I got them for my birthday the other week, the other year. Um, Top lads. I wanted to just come back and be the bar again because that, that was just dead nice, wasn't it? Yeah, it was lovely. Um, but yeah, as you say, it was a one-match card. Uh, that one match turned into a five-way with the addition of Brock Lesnar uh, with Roman mm-hmm. Reigns testing positive for COVID literally the day before. Yeah. On the day? Might have been the day before. I mean, the, the news was like on the day, wasn't it? It was like yeah. New Year's Eve, late New Year's Eve, that it was like going around Twitter. That, that yeah. uh, uh, you say it was a one match card. That main event was only eight minutes, 25 seconds. I know. Uh, I mean, it, it, it was all right. It was decent, but there was only really one match that there was any hype around. Yeah. And it was that. Also, eight minutes. To be fair, it did go pretty fast. I think they said it was 20 minutes. The whole segment was 20 minutes, like with entrances and like the ending. Yeah, like that. The actual bell to bell was eight minutes, eight minutes, 25. Bell to bell, that just went like there was always constantly something happening. It was absolutely fucking electric. I mean, Um, Becky Lynch and Liv Morgan, which was arguably the only other match with any sort of real build, went 17. 17 minutes? Yeah. Christ, she botched the spot at the end, didn't she? She meant to put the foot on the rope and she just couldn't find the ropes. Never um, bet against Becky. Becky's then, a new Charlotte, isn't she? Becky's Edge, a new Charlotte. Edge and Miz went 20 because Edge can't do your match now, apparently. <laughs> actually, do you know what? Credit where credit's you. I actually forgot about Edge and Miz. That wasn't a bad match. But then you've also just said that you forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you also <laughs> literally did it better than it happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All in all, it was a pretty mediocre event, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, a lot of discussion around the winner of that five-way, Brock Lesnar being new WWE champion. Um, I was surprised because if he hadn't have been in that match, who was winning it? According to the poster that Fox put out accidentally, Biggie was meant to win it. Well, we, we so literally reported the... on this last week that there were no title changes planned for this show. Yeah, yeah. And then we all looked at it and went, oh, yeah, because it's a, not, it's a throwaway pay-per-view. So close exactly. So I, I really, really don't understand the booking behind this. There's there's a little bit that we'll talk about um, in the news articles later uh, that goes over this. But a very, very, very strange booking decision. Um, and just sticking with day one, uh, there's a little thing here from WrestleVotes that says, multiple ideas like different colored ropes matte colors camera angles etc were pitched to change the look of day one but all were rejected and it just looked like an episode of raw it was no different the same we all spoke just before the show started before we went on live stream i think because yeah. some of us had it on in the background and we were like was oh. on twitter like oh the stage looks amazing and you were like it just looks like raw it's, exactly it's literally the just the exact same as raw yeah. <laughs> like what What's it? What's so, different? Sorry, the pattern's right. different. Honestly. I don't watch. I don't watch a lot of WWE. Obviously, <clears throat> um, I did back in the day. Hmm. When did they become so? When did it become so homogenized and so? We can't be asked to put any effort into pay per views. Yeah, I mean, the, unless it's got, WrestleMania. They've got more money now than they've ever had than since, and yet they can't be bothered to do like 
Like make anything, anything special for pay per Well, sorry, they're not even pay per views anymore. Sorry, they're premium live events. Oh yeah, that's that's the is, new word. Which is for now just going to make everyone's parents think they're watching porn when the credit card bills come in. <laughs> <laughs> premium live sex shows. <laughs> what is nine ninety nine for a premium live event? What the fuck have you been watching, son? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it is so- disappointing. Like especially when you go back and you watch pay per views of old. And every single one felt special and felt different. Like the aesthetics of it, everything, the bill, the promo pack, like everything about it. And now you watch, I'm not going to call it a premium live event. You watch a pay-per-view and it's just like an episode of Raw. Slightly different colour palette, but exactly the same. They don't even need to change the ring thing because it's a digital screen now. So they just put a different graphic on the screen. Exactly. Yeah. This also, according to... um, What's his name? Thingy Khan. This is an event they want to do every year now. Like this is a staple of their their pay per view calendar. You'd think for the first one, you'd pull out all the stops. Yeah, you'd make uh, it look a bit different. I mean, the, the gimmicks there. It's a New Year's Eve party. Get the yeah. fucking get make the big, it a New Year's Eve. Get, party. get get the fireworks. Get the, the get Jules the Holland there. Of, fucking yeah. nanny. All get of a, that. Get a fucking live band. Get like a big glass of bubbly. Anything you know? Yeah. Um. See how it's called day one, so it has to happen on day one of the year. Yeah. What happens once it's on a Monday or a Friday? Well, it's still the first day of the year, isn't it? That's the but day. then you've got Raw or SmackDown. No, we'll just do it on like the nearest Sunday and call it day one because it's <laughs> yeah. reasons. What I want, what I want for next year, Nick Khan, fucking do this. I want you know the SmackDown fist, but like crossed over like it's doing old Lang Syne. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, do it, do it, Nikon, you coward. Do it, you coward. Um, if you need yeah. to, if you need, to, if you need the money for it, just release AK Styles or something. I'll pay for it. <laughs> They've already got one of the fists. It's just in the warehouse. Just exactly. make another one. Sat there doing now. Got mock another one up. It's just paper mache, isn't it? Come on, <laughs> I could do that for you. A bit of chicken wire, paper mache. I mean, if you, if you can't even bother making the fist, just get a master stand there for the whole paper. If you're doing it, <laughs> just get a master stand there next to it. Just hand out. <laughs> Oh, man. We'll move on to some WWE news then. So, um, big... I was going to say, just, just because we normally recap Raw and SmackDown, did we, but I don't even think, was there even a SmackDown this week? No, uh... it was just a best of the year show. Oh, was that what they did for SmackDown as yeah. well? Oh, they did that for NXT UK. That's 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 so, pretty much what yeah. they did. Just a couple of things from the uh, fair enough. Apparently, on the twenty this week's Raw, uh, Miz and Maurice renewed their vows. That was like, the big thing. You got oh, your yes. brood, your brood Eric Bischoff turned up, didn't need to, to be the one to help them renew to their To ruin vows. everything, like, like he does. And then Edge drops a load of tar on them. Yeah, there's a good bath, even though... It was Riddle beat Chad Gable. Bit. Orton beat Otis. Um, Reggie and Dana Brooke beat R-Truth and Tamina. What? You're, oh, you're selling this show to me so much. <laughs> the Street Profits um, beat the Mysterios to, to win their Day one uh, title oh, show. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, championship opportunity. We're not allowed to say title show, are we? Uh, Grayson Waller was there because we don't see him enough on NXT. <laughs> no, There's... we do see enough of him in NXT. <laughs> <laughs> some, some would argue too much. Remember, remember <laughs> Apollo Cruz when he had that new gimmick with Commander Aziz? Yeah, he lost to AJ Styles. Uh, <sighs> I mean, Apollo Cruz against AJ Styles on paper should be quite a fucking has, fun match. Has Commander Aziz, last, has, has Aziz done anything? Aziz, no, he's not even debuted yet, I don't think. He might Wait, have done, I might have missed it, but I, I don't think he has. When did he turn up? 
I can Google. Owens beat Cedric Alexander. There was a US title match. Uh, Ziggler won by DQ against Damian Priest. Oh. He went after, he did that thing where he snapped and just sort of beating on him. You know, like he'd like lost his mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, did he come in as Ultimate Warrior again? Um, it did <laughs> And then um, <laughs> Edge came out all broody on Mrs. Moose's vows and he carried um, them with, with fake blood. I would just like to say that he's had like Commander Aziz's had matches and stuff on main event and Doesn't tag count. matches with Apollo Crews. Right. Um, Hasn't has Vigia had matches on main events like before his debut? Yeah, like, even though we're still waiting on him. But he's still right. on his way to Raw. He just stopped at main event for like a <laughs> a, a breakfast or something, you know. So partner him up with Bobby Roode. Do Veer money. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so rolling off the air is Edge dropped uh, blood on Ms. Maurice, like like in the film Carrie, except no one got <laughs> no one got murdered with supernatural powers. So, so who cares? <laughs> Not enough spookiness. That was it. So we'll go on to WWE news and uh big news this week. Tony Storm was granted her release from WWE. Um when asked if there was outside circumstances which contributed to Tony Storm's exit, people close to her told Fightful Select that she's doing fine. The site also said people backstage were blindsided by the situation. One source noted to Fightful that it's difficult for the company to turn down release requests after they've let so many people go this year claiming they need to cut budgets. Later in the week, a source told Cassidy Haynes of Bodyslam.net that Tony didn't exactly request her release. She just up and quit. She apparently paid out of her own pocket to fly herself home. One woman on the main roster said it's fucking wild. She's just gone. She didn't really tell anyone. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that Tony Storm was not originally scheduled to work the WWE live event in Washington, D.C. the night before she quit the company. She was told at 8 a.m. the morning of the show that the plans uh, the, about the change in plans. Uh, burnout has been cited as a factor in Storm's decision uh, to request her release. Now, um, this is coming from me and Troy. We, we've seen her out within a camera in a WWE show. She is quite awkward, but that, yeah. that you do get people like that. That's not a bad thing. My, my thing here is, like, you're not happy with the company. You're not happy with your direction. But to literally just sort of up and leave. Like, you, you wouldn't do that in a job. You wouldn't do that in your nine till five. No, you give just your boss a smack fuck, first if like, you can. You're going out the door. Sort of thing. Like, <laughs> you give... But at the same time, fair play, because don't be really fun, fun of just cutting people without notice. That's true. What I was going to say, the flip so, side of that is... Good, good to have it for seizing the agency and just fucking off, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and that's fair enough. As I say, that's, that's the flip side of it. Um it's weird though. She was in a feud with Charlotte, and I think part of that might have contributed to it. She's getting pie faced the other week was nonsense. Um, Twice and one yeah. show. So she- if if I'm reading this right, so basically she was not meant to be working an event in Washington, but then was told the morning of the event that she had to be there. Yeah, and then that was basically what sort of pushed her over the edge. And she was like, <laughs> well, sounds if, it, yeah. if, if, "If you're going to make these demands, I mean, then get fucked." Basically, I say so. She's got to go to a show just to sit backstage and watch the show. I think she wrestled the show. Did she? I think so. Uh, okay. But she was meant to have a match at day one with Charlotte, wasn't she? When she meant to have a match for the Women's Championship. Wasn't that what this whole thing was? No, it was on, was it not on SmackDown like two weeks ago? Oh, yeah, was it was last it? week on SmackDown. We talked yeah. about it last yeah. week. Oh, I thought they were meant to have something at day one as well. Because I know loads of matches got cut. I thought that was one of them, but ah, my bad. Um, yeah, I mean, as you say, sort of fair play to her for kind of seizing the moment just saying 
fuck this. Um, I'm all for employees using their agency to put their bosses in difficult positions. I, yeah. I, I really enjoy yeah. that. And if, if this if this pissed on Uncle Vinny's chips a little bit, then <laughs> even better. It is a shame because what well, she had, she had a really good run in NXT UK. She had a decent run in NXT, but then she was just sat for weeks and weeks and weeks backstage, not even being on TV when she was then called up to the main roster. Like, staggering how that happens. Um, so I can understand the frustration there. Um, but a now already thin women's division has just lost someone who arguably could have been like a future uh, women's champion. She is they, very, very are they, good. Are they going to have 30 women for the Rumble this year? No, they've um, only got like 17 or something on the main roster at the they're moment. They're bringing back legends, aren't they? They're going to charter a plane from NXT UK. Get some people <laughs> over. Do you, you say that. Get Nico Sotomayor in there, get Ginny in there, get fucking... Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, get everyone in there. Yeah. But they, they haven't, like, you, you look at the women's roster, there is not enough to have a rumble. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe everyone just gets two goes. That's including the champions as well. Like, <laughs> maybe you get thrown out, you just get to come back Everyone in. gets two goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the boy one get one free rumble. <laughs> Imagine trying to keep tally of that, like try to keep track of who's got one life and who's got two. Just give everyone like a little like a little thing on the chest, like on the on the gear. And they get the the ref takes that off and that's it. That's their life. <laughs> like a little heart, you know, like in Zelda. Yeah. Just yeah, places yeah. a hit marker on them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What we got next? I mean, on the plus side, I'm, I'm excited for Tony Storm to get back on the Indies with uh, Sashima Martina and just start causing hell all over the UK. I'd, I'd love yes. for that. Come back to Liverpool. You know, she's an honorary scouser. Uh-huh. Get, down, get down electric on a K1 and uh, yeah, get on the Yeagers. <laughs> oh, man. Um, just actually off the back of that, was it uh, Britt Baker that posted out a picture of Tony Storm like just after? As it yeah. happened, yeah. As it happened. Very much. Give, 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 give me what I want. Give me what I want. <laughs> uh, I'll go next. Uh, according to the Observer, Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley is indeed the plan going forward, and that's why the match at day one played out the way it did. Having said that, Dave Meltzer also says WWE is still planning to do whatever they had to set, what they had set for day one with Lesnar and Roman Reigns. So, what the fuck was he wrestling Reigns for? Was he wrestling? Yeah, I, I don't. This is really fucking weird. Hey, Mania's still like four months away. We're going to get title versus title, but no titles are going to be on the line and there's going to be some fuckery in the match and we're going to get it all over again three months after that. Custody of Paul Heyman. No no titles involved. (laughs) I don't know. This is really, really, really bizarre. Like, the booking of this. Like So they wanted the plan of Lesnar and Lashley but they also want to do Lesnar, like they're keeping all these kind of like things in the fire for Lesnar to do. But then why does the belt need to be involved? Yeah, Lesnar and like, Lashley? it's the same with Goldberg. Why do either of them need to be in the title shot? The title Edge, doesn't need Edge to is, be Edge has been away for the for the title for a while now. He's still He's doing Still things. having compelling matches. Yeah, like I don't understand why they have to have a title in there. Mm. Rivalry at all. Yeah, it's just really weird. And the person that I feel sorry for most in this is Big E, because yeah. he was given, like, in my opinion, and a lot of other people share this opinion, a really shit, like, kind of title run. Like Imagine a, a world where, like, they gave Austin Theory, like, a really good slow build and had him and he work a program to Mania and have 
Austin Theory like sneakily beat him in the main event or something. Yeah. Like just imagine just giving him something. To, imagine just giving Biggie giving something, him to, something to do exactly, as opposed to losing to Reigns, then putting him in a multi-man match against Reigns and Usos, and losing that. And then I can't remember he, where he it was, was. He was the he was the fifth least. He was the fifth most important person in that title match. Yeah. Yeah, uh, just he, which is why. How in a five-man match does Big E eat the pin? It's fucking <sighs> absurd. Absolutely. Absurd. How, is, how is he the guy you want to protect the least out of all those five people? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's thing, got, someone. I think this is the thing that you put in the Discord, Tasty, where it says, uh, "Look at this with a, a big, totally thought uh, thought out title reign, cowardly money in the bank cash in on Lashley." As a response to Raw losing to Dynamite, Roman Reigns defeats Big E the next week on Raw once again in response to Raw losing to Dynamite. I'm not sure how much of the Raw losing to Dynamite stuff, I believe, but still, Roman Reigns. Uh, I don't think it was big... so much Raw losing to Dynamite. I think it was Raw slumped a bit in the ratings, so they wanted to like they need something to they needed something. I don't think a Dynamite played the role. Raw Raw dipped a lot in the ratings in those weeks, and they needed something to like sort of put, try and put it back up, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns pins Big E clean as a whistle at Survivor Series to show who the real champ is. Lashley pins Big E in a 20-minute match after pinning Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins clean earlier in the night. Apparently, we talked about what... this the other week, and it yeah. made my head explode. Like yeah. the, the logic behind that. Apparently, this is what a heel does. They work three matches in a night, kick everyone's ass, including the champion. Then Big E's televised singles wins as champion since September. Two wins against Kevin Owens, one against Lashley, one against Chad Gable, one against Drew McIntyre, and one against Austin Theory. Big E defended his championship exactly once on a pay-per-view, and that was in Saudi Arabia, which doesn't really count. That's stunning. He was champion for over six months and he didn't main event a single pay-per-view as a, as a single star. Yeah. Title. Yeah. It's, oh, man. It's awful. It's absolutely I'll, appalling. I'll say it again. If you're not Reigns, Lesnar, or in Charlotte or Becky, you're in trouble. They do well, care that, about you. There's no... It says that at the bottom of there. It said if, you, if you're not like the only the only male competitors that Vince respects are Roman and Lesnar. Everyone else is just there to fill time on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. But if you're not any of those five, you're in a bit of trouble all the time. Maybe don't buy a house near the um, in Florida. <laughs> also, I say the only person, or well, not the only, but the, the person that's coming out worse of this. Like in terms of rain, it was terribly booked. But also. Whilst Lesnar's now WWE champion, I think this does him a slight injustice. And I mean that by they've got him over as a face. Like, people fucking love him. He comes out to a big pop. Everyone loves face Lesnar. But him becoming champion at the expense of E... Takes a lot of that shine off. Takes a lot. Yeah. Of now he's just away from now he's just like up. now he's like, now, now he's just over, now he's just over pushed Lesnar again. Like oh, yeah, he exactly. comes in and decks the title, and he's not going to be on Raw next week with the yeah. title, yeah. and then we're not going to see him until the next pay per view. Yeah. And now it's it's back. All that good, like, all that good will is just pissed up the wall now. And it's yeah. just it's just like five years ago, Lesnar again, who just comes in, and squashes mm-hmm. your favorite, and mm-hmm. then fucks off. Yeah, exactly. So it's disappointing for that because I was really invested in Lesnar over these last few months. And it, it's taken all of the steam out of that for me now. And as you say, it's just book Lesnar strong again as and when he turns up. So you don't need to feed people to Lesnar. Lesnar's Lesnar. He's never not going to be Brock Lesnar. Exactly. Exactly. You don't need to book him strong. Like Jesus Christ. 
But then maybe that's what the issue is. Lesnar is Brock Lesnar. They don't know how to get people to beat him. And... Well, that's that's the problem that we've got now. They've put themselves into two corners. Yeah. They've basically created these two like unstoppable monsters now on, on, in both positions on the card, with both titles. Hmm. So you've got Reigns, who's been like he's literally been fed the entire roster. Yeah. Yeah. And now there's nothing left to challenge him. And then you've got Lesnar, who they're going to now feed the entire roster to. Mm. And there'll be no one left. And then you've just got these, the, the titles are just like, they're unattainable now because who's, who, who can legitimately beat these guys? It's like whenever Charlotte gets given a title, it's the same It's the same thing. And it's just like, well, no one else is near that picture. They elevate her so much. Yeah, that there's no one. You don't believe anyone can be on the level. Exactly. It's, it then becomes unbelievable. Like no one's beating her. And that's that's the same situation here. Pretty good. Oh, all right. Anyway, keep carrying on from, from this fallout slash outrage um, on Wrestling Observer Live. <laughs> I, I position uh, those deliberately, mate. <laughs> on Wrestling Observer Live, uh, Andrew Zarian, top lad, um, normally the Matlin podcast. So you can see he's, 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 mm-hmm. out. He's, a, he's a good source. Um, he mentioned that the original plans for day one call for Big E to retain the WWE Championship in the original original scheduled Fatal 4-Way. Um, just to, obviously, we talked about this anyway, and we talked about this last week as well. It was, it was not meant to be a, a title change. Did you see, you, you put it on the Discord, Troy, um, I saw it again today, the picture of Big E just looking absolutely heartbroken. Just yeah. sitting on oh, the outside mate. of the ring, yeah. It's awful. The one of him slumped against the side of the ring, and then there's another one, I don't know if I put it in, where he's lying on his back after having taken the pin and Les has got the belt and you just see him looking over at him. It's fucking awful. Hate to see that. That's his reward for like 10 years in the company. Yeah. 10 yeah. years of busting his ass and putting putting on, you know, carrying a, a division that they don't give a shit about in the tag team division. Yeah. Yeah. Elevating it almost by himself and with the new day. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now it's like back he goes back to the mid card. Off you go. Mm-hmm. Get back to your yeah. place. Yeah. It's just like coffee. Again, we, we joke, exactly. don't we? We say like, they let him up for air, like every now and then. Like they'll do it to Cesaro, they'll do it to they'll do it what you know next this this year, they'll do it to Kevin Owens, they'll do it to Sammy Zane. Mm-hmm. And then they'll kick him back down as soon as they've had that little breath of air, they'll kick him back under the water. Yeah, yeah. It does feel like that. Really, really does. So disappointing. Because as Aaron said, if you're not those five. Yeah, it's, it's those five that are there's, there's there's a real ceiling for you and you ain't going through it. Yeah, yeah. Ah oh, man. Um Let's move on. Uh, more negative news. Let's, uh, let's have some positive news. <laughs> well, sorry, right. we get positive news later well, on. This, boys, news, this, this news actually is going to be neither positive or negative. Wow, yeah. <laughs> see what you've done there. <laughs> I see what you've done there. <laughs> WWE has ended twice weekly COVID tests for NXT and weekly tests for the main roster per Fightful Select. Sean Ross Sapp says that this hasn't sat well with talent. I'm not fucking surprised. In a world where your main champion and arguably the biggest star in your in, in your company is an immunocompromised individual who has twice battled cancer, how the fuck are you not testing people for COVID nineteen? Who's running this circus? It's like <laughs> imagine we'd done this podcast, right? And I don't want to jinx it, but imagine one of us ended up in the hospital and then. We just I went, mean, with the amount eh. that you're drinking at the moment, Aaron, it <laughs> could well be you next. <laughs> Imagine, like, one of us just went, all right, we still need you to do the podcast this week, mate, in your hospital bed. Yeah. Like, that, yeah, that's yeah, basically yeah. what it is. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't be grudge Roman if you just refused to set foot in the building, would you? Nope. No. I mean, no. that's what he did last time, didn't it? Was, yeah. it was he was like, no. I don't care. Not. I don't care if it's WrestleMania. I ain't doing it. Give a shit, mate. I'll sit at home <laughs> and watch it. 
Oh, that is, that's one of the, and I've heard a lot of daft shit come out of this. That's <laughs> right up there, isn't it? We're not, we're going to stop testing people. I mean, yes, they can test themselves and you'd hope that the majority of them have got the nouns to go, yep, I'll, I'll keep regularly testing myself. But for your employee to say, nah, don't worry about it, is fucking balmy. Yeah, absolutely like, fucking mental. My, my, my partner's not allowed. I mean, they're working from home now, but there's options to go into the office, but she's not allowed into the office unless she has a negative COVID test. Wow. I've done the night before and then sent to HR. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and that's not a multi-million pound entertainment company. No, no. That's not people sweating all over each other in front of live audiences in a oh, ring. No, you've, you've, never, you've never seen inside that office. <laughs> <laughs> It's just oh, like a cult fate pain, but it's humans. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen the UK healthcare industry. Jesus Christ. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's balmy. What we got next? Sticking with COVID, aren't we? Uh, yep, more, more COVID. After noting earlier in the day that WWE producers have been particularly hit hard with COVID and that Monday's Raw could have roughly half its normal dozen in that role. PWI Insider reported that Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard, Kevin Dunn, Michael Hayes, and Adam Pearce were not at the show. John Laurinaitis and Ed Kosky were said to have run the tape in. I mean, you've got to laugh, haven't you? Like, the top brass are like, oh, fuck me, I'm not going in there, it's full of COVID. <laughs> but we COVID. Need... Also, also, don't worry about testing yourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we are not going to be there because we don't want to get COVID. <laughs> we don't want to get COVID, but can... All the talent, all please still go to work. Pile into this plague center <laughs> and just um, <laughs> and just put a show on, and we'll just we'll just sit at home in our penthouses and just yeah. I mean, we we, we, we fully believe in you. <laughs> oh. Gotta do your job, man. Do do do. <laughs> do 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 do. Do you know how I said that last point was one of the stupidest things I heard? I take that back. <laughs> this is one of the stupidest. <laughs> that's number one and two there. <laughs> I mean, this is like this is just peak events, isn't it? It's like I'm not. Yeah. I'm going to remove all of the safeguards for you, and then I personally, I'm going to not be there <laughs> in this in this dangerous environment that I've just created. Genetic uh, jackhammer, mate. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Christ. Yeah. I mean, we said the other week, didn't we? Like, when I see Vince on TV now, I don't know if he's playing his character still or that's just what he is and now, like, what he's become. Art imitating life. Did he just, like, wake up one morning and, like, have, like, the age, age just crept up on him and he just watched, like, some attitude era of Mr. McMahon and was like, oh, shit, that must be what I'm like. Yeah, that, that must be what I'm like. <laughs> Wrest- wrestling real, damn it. <laughs> oh, superb. Moving, uh, right. on. Moving on, we'll leave, COVID, we'll leave COVID behind like Vince did uh, when he stayed at home this week. Um, <laughs> and we'll say that, um, move on to the news that PW Insider say that although there is some belief that Grayson Waller and Eric Bischoff were the last minute additions to Raw to help make up the missing stars, they say that that was not the case and they were apparently always set for the show. To, to be fair, the Grayson Waller one sort of makes sense anyway because he was having a thing, the thing with, with AJ. AJ. It's, yeah. it's a thing, it's not like it's well, I, I, I mean, I feel like I, I feel like I feel like no he watches get, NXT anymore. So <laughs> I feel like he, I feel like he get bitch off pretty easily. Like at this point in his career, he'd turn up to the opening of an envelope. Yeah, turned uh, up for what? The opening of an envelope. <laughs> if you um, if you asked him, if you promised, right. him, if you promised it was going to be on telly. 
I reckon if I praised WCW enough that he would be on this podcast. Mate, doesn't he follow you on Twitter? Uh, oh, shit, well, he might actually. If, if, I apologise. If we paid him, he'd turn up on this podcast instantly. Yeah, he would. Right, uh, you heard we're going to get Eric Bischoff on the podcast this year. Fuck me. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna make. I'm gonna deep dive the issues nature of them and make tell what the fuck he was thinking. <laughs> Can we just go through some of your absolute travesty bookings, please? <laughs> Both in WCW and TNA, please. Uh, so as, 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 as we joke, um, yeah, Grayson Waller. We're not, we're not seeing a lot of him on NXT, are we? So it's good that he's getting up on the road as well. <laughs> we're, we're, we're only seeing him in like five segments a week, which is frankly not enough. Not enough. After attacking that guy, his name after, after, after attacking that wrestler that he's not allowed to mention by name anymore. <laughs> that, that other guy. That other guy. Yep. Oh. Uh, to the surprise of absolutely no one, per Fightful Select, WWE didn't have any plans in place creatively for Veer Mahan when Vignette started airing, hyping his coming to Raw. But they are now aware of what those videos have turned into. What have they turned into? I mean, this meme. Is, again, this they, is they have the turned into a meme. But like, have, you ever played, have, you, have you ever played that game on your phone where, like, you've got like an air, like an airport and you've got all planes coming in, yeah, and you've got to draw a path. And if you if you're totally fucked and your your airport's full, you draw like a big long path all the way around the outside of the screen for this one plane to go yeah, around. Just, that's, have, that's, just that's, have them taxiing around the airport. Yeah, that, that's, that's what that's what they've done. They've gone. Oh, we haven't got any plans. So I just do like a six week vignette to come in. All right, five and a half weeks later, uh, what, have we got any for Veer yet? By the way, oh fuck Veer. Um, just run those for do, another six just weeks. Just do another six weeks. We'll, 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 come, we'll come back around. It'll be fine. Uh, it's not even like it's a big name or that. He's been having matches in main event. They're gonna. He's not gonna be a big star. What is the point? It's no, mad. I mean, I this is this is like Emelina 2.0, this isn't it? It oh, genuinely God. is. At least that one didn't last as long. How long did that last? And at least they're not doing meme things like send Veer. Ooh, they done an AW <laughs> thing. Oh, 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 oh wait, yes. didn't they? Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh man alive. It's <laughs> I mean he's gonna turn up, isn't he? And he'll get like taken out by like um Jinder Mahal or something, and then he'll just disappear. I mean, they were in a faction of sorts, weren't they? Yeah, but you're not meant to remember that, right? That's that's that didn't happen. That, that was that was different. <laughs> that's, that's if you could, if, if you could kindly forget that, that'd be great. He's going to be like, <laughs> every, like, see, he is going to be a big star. I'm, I'm quoting this, a right, big star. Right, he's going to be typical monster foreign heel, like every other one, like Kozlov, like Umaga. Like Kali, they'll get one big push for the big title against like a super, super yeah. American white baby face, Brock and Lesnar. then they'll be down the mid card. Yeah, that's what will happen. I mean, yeah, they'll, they'll do a Punjabi push match again because they don't fucking learn. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, because the last one went down an absolute treat, didn't it? The, the little wheel out, like emphasis on wheel, the great Kali. I mean, at this point, he does have to be wheels. Is like that. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, and they and it'll be it'll be against Randy Orton again because it, I think contractually he's obligated to do all of them. That's <laughs> 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 so that's why he gets paid so much. It's like just if we ever do want to do another Punjabi prison, Randy Orton, and he's like, ah, fine, that won't come up. And then every year he's like, oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Um, well- <laughs> <laughs> so, so sorry people listening to news we do get better stories later honest don't worry about it <laughs> yeah but the shit stuff's more fun to talk yeah. about <laughs> uh, is it me or Aaron I think it's Aaron uh, it's Aaron yeah. I mean it's yeah. like 
Discussing almost his absence. I'm, 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 I'm still drunk, mate. Right? I fucking wish I was. My heat's banging. <laughs> <laughs> Discussing almost the absence, bro. Fuck. <laughs> I love that. I wish I was still drunk. I've got a headache. <laughs> Brilliant. Because that's the way to solve a headache. Drink through it. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. Dis- discussing almost absent. Let <laughs> me to take it, mate. That was me. Jump, jump, would you like me to do it? Discussing almost absence from Monday's Raw. Wrestling Observer Radio's Dave Meltzer said he heard the AJ Styles almost match at Sunday's Madison Square Garden house show was absolutely horrible <laughs> and questioned if maybe WWE pulled him from TV to avoid putting a horrible rematch on TV. Fucking hell, I think he's not that bad, surely. <laughs> I mean, this is actually, has he had a singles match yet? No, he's had tag matches. He didn't look... Well, has he? I mean, he just stood on the side of the apron and then got in and punched people. <laughs> he won that Battle Royal at Survivor Series. That was the Rock's Battle Royal, remember? I don't remember that. Rock, <laughs> Rock not included. The <laughs> Rock, Rock not included in packages. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is this is not really surprising, is it? Like, guy who has literally done nothing in like the ring cannot do anything in the ring. <laughs> Keller Supreme. <laughs> yeah, it- I didn't think he was that bad, like from the little bits I'd seen. Like, yeah, but but I suppose he was just, protected uh, by the fact he was in a tag team. Extrapolate that to like a six minute singles match. Mm. So it's a hard there, is there? <laughs> I mean, there's some, there's, there is some good news about this whole scenario, though, because obviously this happened at the Madison Square Garden show. And uh, Matt Men's adversarian said that the, um, the house show at Madison Square Garden's attendance was, quote, shockingly low. And ranked along the five worst attended figures ever for WWE in that venue. It obviously has been attributed to a saturated wrestling market in New York City, uh, the current spread of the Omicron variant of COVID, and just a shit, just basically a shit product. Mm -hmm. It ain't ain't cool no more. Uh, So at least no one saw that fucking debacle. (laughs) (laughs) There's going to be some mobile phone footage that comes out of it soon enough. There's pictures floating about already of this house show, and it is shocking. The empty seats. That are yeah, there. it's like they couldn't even like put. If, if this was a televised show, they wouldn't even have enough to put everyone on the hard camera. No, it's to fill that up. Right, ridiculous. Yeah, it's wow. shockingly bad. I didn't realize. I mean, I mean you're running, you're running a badly put together house show, like in but on over the festive period. When, in the like, middle of a pandemic, in, when, when when a new variant, more transmissible variant <clears> of, <throat> a pand- of a disease is just starting to spread in one of the most pop- densely populated cities in the world, and you're surprised that the attendance, and you're surprised that everyone's decided to, to just stay at home, <laughs> and, and your products generally in the toilet anyway. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's not like they're offering a. It's not like you know they're offering a must-see match in this. <laughs> it's like, are you going to risk COVID for like fucking the new day versus the users again? For, for the 173rd time. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, because Drew McIntyre has been working house show main events with the New Day against Roman Reigns and the Usos, there's a lot of speculation that McIntyre versus Reigns for the Universal title is the plan for Royal Rumble this year. Sorry, I didn't want to see New Stars built anyway. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's going to be hilarious watching Aaron's face, like solely of his body, when um, Reigns squashes McIntyre one more time. <laughs> oh. You're gonna bet your hair on it again? Nah, nah. I'm sure, nah. You're not yeah, like... It's looking really nice, mate. I wouldn't. It's looking, yeah. nice. <laughs> looking nice and thick. Nice and thick and pink. Pink. 
to be fair, I'm not against McIntyre and Reigns for the Universal Championship. Like it's, a, it's they, always they kept, been a good match. Yeah, and they've kept they've kept McIntyre away from the title picture for a while now. I know there was I was saying uh, this the other day when we we're watching day one, there was that worry that they booked themselves into a corner or not booked themselves into a corner, but a position where they treated McIntyre so strongly that they couldn't have him in anything but the title picture. And there was a worry that he would constantly be in that. And he hasn't been like since the, he's lost. At the same time, I feel like he's, he's actually tubed some, some like payback because he, he carried the company as champion, like all the way through the first yeah. lockdown. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. you know, he, he had to win the title yeah. in front of no crowd in the performance center at WrestleMania. Yeah. Which was just fucking surreal. Mm. Against a big show in the main event. Fuck <laughs> off, was that it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, I mean, oh. surely you, you could just, if you wanted to really, you know, make up for the travesty of the other day, you'd just do Big E, the throning Roman. Yeah, that'd Come be on, nice. put your money where your mouth is. Have Big E come back all fired up. Have the, have, the, have, the, have the New Day come down and take out the Usos and then have Big E just big ending room into the stratosphere. <laughs> Here's a thought. I was talking about this with my friend Dan uh, the other day. I feel like I'm not, I'm not tired of the New Day or Big E, but I think a refreshing, like a heel turn for them, like or like at least the shades of grey. And there have been times every now and again where certainly like Woods and Kofi have shown shades of grey in certain matches. I think to spice things up, turn things on their head a little bit, have Big E come back like with that kind of edge to him, pissed off. Yeah, like not even he a heel turn, just, just just make them into ass kickers. Just have Big E yeah. and Kofi be like, look, we, we tried to be we tried to be this entertaining version of ourselves yeah. when we were champions, and look what happened. You fucked us both over. <laughs> yeah, so now it's time to take names. Yeah, yeah, and let's just go out there and and fuck people up and yeah. get what we get what we're owed. Yeah. And then just have Woods just being the really like antagonistic like mouthpiece for them, and just like running around like, like he did like when he's running around and just making the noise and putting people off that, but just being like a proper asshole about it while yeah. they're in there like taking names. I'd like to see it, uh, but yeah, McIntyre versus Reigns possibly universal title at the Rumble. Uh, Aaron, I think it's you next, mate. Uh, according to PW Insider, Sasha Banks is uh, Sasha Banks was being checked out for an injury after her match at a WWE house show in North Carolina last night. Is Sasha Banks ever not injured? Like it yeah. feels like she spends more time injured than she does in the ring. She certainly wrestles a, a style that lends itself to her being fucked, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. that, that is yeah. also true. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, like she get, it gives herself all that, but it, it gives herself time to go to movie premieres and all that, though. <laughs> Got to get that Mandalorian time. In. <laughs> it's like Neymar, who always gets injured, at, like on her sister's birthday, it gives him free time every. It was year. like um, it was like when Duncan Ferguson he used to always get sent off like the week before Christmas. <laughs> so he get like a three match ban. He just won the piss for like two weeks. <laughs> Tactical red card. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, obviously, if she is injured, you know, speedy recovery. But yeah, as I say, I, I don't remember a time where Charlotte, uh, sorry, Sasha Banks, like, wasn't injured, like, or recovering from, or as soon as she sort of comes back and it feels like there's a bit of momentum or a bit of steam behind her, there's an injury or she's off TV for whatever reason. Like, or a Becky and Charlotte shut her down. Well, all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the annoying thing. Out of the four horsewomen, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Becky, and Charlotte. Sasha for me 
is the more compelling. Like I prefer to watch her of the four, her and Bailey. Mm. I think Bailey's a really good storyteller. I like the turn she had with her character. And Sasha Banks, I think, is really good in ring. I'm really, really fed up of Becky Lynch and Charlotte. Like whether it be on the mic or in ring, I'm just. And it's, like, and, just and, and it's a shame because they're the ones who obviously, I mean, they're they're the ones who've stuck around and, and not been for the most part not been injured. Um, yeah. But yeah, it feels like we've been robbed a bit of of Sasha as a a sort of main character because of because of the stops that Nate as you say of, of the mm-hmm. way she's been over the last few years. Uh, yeah, when she's on her like when she was like telling the best stories like in NXT and uh, they, that was yeah, that was that, that was the best times. Like they were like Sasha, the best the best combination of all those matches. That we ever got was Sasha P. Bailey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 100%. Yeah. Making a child cry in NXT. <laughs> that's, that's the goal, isn't it? That's the yeah. Got to make the kids cry. Got to make the kids cry. Take that off the list. Right. <laughs> moving on then. Uh, remember superstar Billy Graham? Well, nope. he claims he has, quote, signed a five year nostalgia contract. That's not a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> what is a nostalgia contract? I was going to say when I read this the other day. Because I saw he'd put it out on his Facebook. I was like, what the fuck is a nostalgia contract? Google. What is that? What has he been, has he been scammed? Has someone just given him something to sign? Nostalgia <laughs> contract. I, Come on, Giggle. I Come on, man. He's, he's going to be turning up to some kid's birthday party thinking it's a WWE live event. <laughs> I, I don't know what that is. I've never heard anyone sign the nostalgia contract. So normally it's a Legends deal, and they're normally not, they're normally like sort of lifetime contracts, aren't they? Or certainly like there's no like term on it. Yeah. Like you sign as like an ambassador, like like you know, like uh, Taker apparently has signed like a lifetime contract. For, like now he, he's just gonna. Do you know like, what that is? Do you know why that is? It's because they've got fuck all people on the roster, and when it comes to releasing that game, there's going to be no one on it. They sign all these people to these nostalgia con- Basically, we can use your likeness. Do you reckon they've just yeah? Do you reckon they've just signed them to be in the new in the new yeah. video game? Yeah, I'd I'd be willing to put money on it. I bet he's in there as a legend character. <laughs> to which. Yeah. A, to which a generation of people who are like born in like after the year two thousand are going to be like, <laughs> why does that? Why going? does why does that Hulk Hogan character look weird? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, you can't discuss what's in his contract either. WWE has said, <laughs> "I've signed a contract." Listen, listen, this is This is a statement. He goes, um. This is an official statement by me to inform everyone that I've signed a five-year nostalgia contract with the WWE. I, of course, I, of course, cannot discuss the details of, of my contract. Of course you can't. I want to personally thank Vince McMahon for offering the opportunity to me, and I hope that I will be profitable for the WWE and for myself. So this is like the contract equivalent of, oh, yes, I've totally got a girlfriend, but you don't know her because she lives by my nuns. <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. She goes to a different school, mate. You, you've never, you, you don't know who she is. You won't know her. Nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> I've signed a contract, but I can't tell you about it. I can tell you I've signed it, but I can't tell you about it. It's a secret. <laughs> oh, was it on the back of a cereal box or something? Fucking <laughs> hell. Right, we'll move on. Last bit of WWE news. Uh, Johnny Knoxville from the Jackass franchise is now going to be part of this year's Royal Rumble pay-per-view. He announced that he'd been competing in the men's Royal Rumble match um, in a little segment on day one the other day. Right. If he is not in this... this was it you or, or Ryan that had mentioned this just before the thing started? It was Ryan that mentioned it before we watched it. And I thought it was bullshit. And then this came out. And then it actually happened. Yeah. What were you going to say, so, Tasty? Okay, so if he's not in this event purely to have his nipples slapped off by water, <laughs> then 
I don't know what. There's no justice in the world. <laughs> then what's the point? <laughs> yeah. I want to see him turn into minced beef. <laughs> he's he's going to take a ridiculous fucking bump, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> like they're going to shoot him. They're going to shoot him into the ring from a cannon, <laughs> and Walter's going to chop him into orbit out of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I. Every now and again, when they have these little celebrity entries in, they can be quite amusing. This one makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the new film's out, so... Like, the two, I, I was watching a video the other day, and I was reminded, remember that time the two fellas from Saturday Night Live turned up? And mm-hmm. did, like, fuck all. Like, that's just stupid. This makes like sense. Braun Strowman destroyed them. <laughs> yeah, but Johnny Knoxville's, like, notorious for taking shots. Yeah. Like, yeah, if yeah. someone doesn't kick him in the balls and then throw him for a table, then, you know... <laughs> again, uh, like, what's well, the point? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's there to take silly bumps, isn't he? And he's got that new Jackass film coming out that he needs to promote, I suppose. So Yeah, yeah. generally it'll be a sponsor of the... They're going to have the whole Jackass lot come out of him, aren't they? It's like a faction. Yeah. Round ringside, and they're going to launch him over the top, like, head first, and they'll try and catch him, I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be fucking nonsense. Uh, I'll, I'll pop for it. I, I still like Jackass. I still, I still like yeah, 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 yeah. And that inner 15-year-old... <laughs> Sadist still comes. Part, part of me wants to eternally pretend that it's two thousand and one. It was the only time my mum would let me watch something that had someone's testicles hanging out. Wow! <laughs> and you wonder why you've turned out like this. <laughs> so you've got a fetish for deathmatch wrestling, baguettes, and blue drink. Jackass. <laughs> so jackass Thank, thanks, cool. Johnny Knoxville. This is this is your doing. Sun's crying. Sun's crying. Ah. Right, that wraps up all of our WWE news. Next up, AEW news. Uh, there was a big point of discussion uh, this week on, on Twitter, a big exchange <laughs> between Tony Khan and Big Swole. Um, big Swole, of course, asked for her release uh, a couple of weeks ago. And then there was an interview, I believe, that Big Swole did, um, talking about some of the reasons why she left, some of the gripes, some of the... Um, Things that happened internally at AEW and a big, big key point that came out of that was uh, representation, um, specifically around people of color and women. And Tony Khan responded to that uh, and basically said, the reason that we didn't keep you on is because you weren't very good. Also, come and watch our women's street fight. Also, watch this Rampage. Watch four. Watch these four white women on Rampage. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was a bit weird. Uh, yeah, I've, I've done a, a lot of... Um, I Obviously, as a as a top white boy, I don't I don't really have an opinion on this. Uh, I don't think it's in my place to really comment. Um, however, I've, I will just give the facts that I've, I've sort of managed to, to sort of absorb. Uh, so we, this is really weird. So basically what happened was, if you actually read or listen to the podcast and read the full interview, Swole doesn't actually say anything that negative about AEW. Really? She, no. she, basically, she basically just says, yeah, I asked for my release. And then in my next, uh, she had the next interview, which is good. Next mm-hmm. interviews are good. A, yeah. Well done, AEW. Um, she basically said, oh yeah, um, if you want to improve, like maybe you could do a bit better with this. Maybe you could do a bit better with this. Maybe you could do a bit better with this. And then that got twisted on the internet as it does. And like the, the points were taken out. And like basically the headline was Big Swole says, AEW need this, this, and this. And that's why she left. Hmm. And then Tony Khan, obviously, for some reason, despite the fact that he's a fucking millionaire, has skin like a micron thick, and gets <laughs> upset when anyone says anything. Like he's done this before. Like if if you follow um, British football, he's been like this on the on the Fulham 
uh, Twitter account for a while. Mm. He's like this with the Jacksonville Jaguars as soon as anyone criticizes the team. Really? He's, he's right on them. Yeah, he's, 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 he's a real, um, what's the word? Prissy bitch, I believe. Prissy, would be, yeah. <laughs> would be a, a way of looking at it. And right. I said there's a guy who quite likes him, but, you know, he's a millionaire. He doesn't need me to defend him. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and so he just jumped right down. He didn't even like, again, this is the weird thing. I mean, obviously he'd been on the good gear on New Year's Eve. And, um, <laughs> and he just jumped right in and was like, yeah, well, the reason we said we didn't let you go because of diversity, we let you go because you were shite, um, which is really wow. not the way you should talk to someone who you've just mutually agreed to, to let go of your company. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's really not professional at all. Um, and then the, going, the one good thing that apparently seems to have come out of this, uh, so Leah Rush, obviously, who's a contract talent, was quite incensed by this exchange. And it seems like it recently put privately him and Tony have had some, some conversation and maybe Leo is able to, to sort of talk some sense into him. Leo is a very outspoken individual, especially yeah, yeah. when it comes to issues of diversity. He's, he's never quiet about diversity. No. That's not a bad thing either. Though. No, it's excellent. That's, uh, people, that's not a bad thing. And it, he, he appears to have um, intimated that there's been some sort of discussion behind the scenes and um, things have been said and things have been sort of sort of th- things have been smoothed over a little bit mm. at least on the AW side of things uh, Swole has to her credit um, not risen to this at all she basically just posted up a podcast so just listen to this she was on um, one of the Fightful podcasts where she yeah. talked about it which, and yeah. did so in, a, in, a, in an excellent manner and yeah I think Tony's just got to take the L here and um, yeah. move on and put it, try and put it behind him I mean it, it's quite handy that um, Vince handed him a get out of jail free card literally the next day <laughs> when Lesnar took the title off Biggie, because like yeah. it was like it was like the whole internet was like, ah, oh, Tony AEW doing diversity terribly, and then Vince was like, oh, we'll hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, now, now watch this drive. <laughs> so, Tony can just wiped the sweat off his forehead there for the thing. Yeah. Dodge the bullet. <laughs> Cheers, Vinny. So that, that was that was literally the worst way for um yeah for Tony Khan to start the new year for, for especially especially it's 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 rightly um I've seen a few people online say that it's sort of soured them on the product a little bit. Um, hmm. which considering they've got a massive show this week with a world title match and they really want as many eyes on it as possible probably not the best way to start the week mm-hmm. yeah it's it's shit like I've, I've read a little bit more of the interview with Swollen and some of the points she was bringing up and she butted heads with a few people apparently Kenny Omega was one of them um, but as you say like fair play to some you know proper exit interview going through all the right protocols and stuff like that Um it continues to be an issue in wrestling, regardless of what promotion you watch, but it's how you deal with it and how you kind of put that out there on social media. And yeah, as you say, kind of Tony Khan, not dealing with it in the best way. Um, And I would imagine there'll be something else that comes out of this from him that kind of clears it up a bit more, not necessarily clears up what was said, but more so just a kind of, an apology or a I should have dealt with it this way, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think that needs to happen because as you say, with a kind of major match coming up this week, wanting eyes on the product, it's not the best time to be conducting yourself like that on social media. So yeah, I mean we'll March, Mark, Mark Six Tony, put your money in your mouth is Keith Lee, let's have it. Mm-hmm. Do you wanna do you wanna be seen to be making positive moves? Do it. Give us what give us what we want. Yeah, boy. This is this is a big test because this is the first time. Because I mean, the the argument's always been around sort of AW and diversity is that mm. the talent's just not there. The pool of talent just isn't there. Mm-hmm. Like there is no, there is, there are no people of color who are main event ready who are on the mm. on the scene at the moment. Right, March sixth, that all changes. Keith Lee's up. 
Yeah, yeah. He's he is main event ready. Put your money where your mouth is. There's no excuses now. No, exactly. You've got one right there. You've got yeah. someone right there who can come yeah. in. Before yeah. he's even in the door, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see if you can find fucking Tony Nice money. You can find Kiddly money. <laughs> <laughs> still find his Serpentico money. Yeah. We won't talk about that though. <laughs> hey, don't disrespect your pentacle like that. All right, Luther. Speaking of, speak, <laughs> speaking of diversity, it's the man that solves all our problems around the world. After a quote from PW Torch's Wade Keller made the rounds, which indicated <laughs> Cody Rhodes. That, that's the guy I was talking about. Cody Rhodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Captain diversity. Captain <laughs> <Paul>. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Cody Rhodes didn't interact backstage with others on the AEW roster. Several wrestlers like Press 10, Vance, and... I don't know why I said that funny. Preston Vance. <laughs> and because, it says, because it says Press 10. <laughs> yeah, that's how he writes his name, because he's number 10, isn't he? So it's Press, yeah. then number 10. And then uh, that's, that's his Twitter handle. Uh, Preston Vance and Fuego Del Sol tweeted to refute the rumour to support Rhodes. I would just also like to say that both of them are well-known in the wrestling world as... Some of Cody Rhodes' best buds. So, our noses is what you yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm we, just gonna. We kind of talked about this last week a bit, didn't we? Um, so, this was another one of those weird stories where it was reported, like blown out of proportion. Yeah, so, like, yeah. Wade Keller basically wrote an article about how CM Punk was really open backstage with his time and really sort of giving. And that sort of got twisted into this sort of idea that he was what Cody wasn't, which mm-hmm. no one ever really said again. And then that was, sort of became the narrative. And obviously, Cody's a busy man. You know, he solves racism single-handedly. He, um... <laughs> I say, as much as much as he's getting grief, you've always got to remember he's like in charge of the company as well backstage. Like he's got to do all that. He's got his fucking TV shows. He's got yeah. two of them now. So I mean, he's, he's probably got Snoop Dogg just fucking ringing him up when he's half his cake every fucking five minutes, <laughs> uh... trying to pitch him some idea. Can I come and do another? <laughs> can I come and do another match? <laughs> no, Snoop. No. no yeah, no, yeah. Um, like, when, when are we not in LA? Uh, yeah, come, come on this day. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's he's got Mike Tyson on the phone asking for a paycheck. No, mate, you yawned on live TV. I'd rather <laughs> nay. You, nay. It's a day from me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, and, but from, and again, we, we take the piss, but by all accounts, um, several AW talented accounts said that no, whenever he's available, Cody always makes himself some time yeah. to to help out backstage. And that's yeah. not the case whatsoever. I think the word the word that was used was on. He was unapproachable. Like he was like on mm. some sort of like. Like, on sort of like tier that like a talent couldn't access, but apparently like that's that, yeah. But apparently that's absolutely not the case. Like he always has time for people mm. to come to the locker room. I mean, he has his own locker room. Obviously, he ain't, he ain't dressed with the rest of them. No, you know, yeah, but it's not like he just locks the door and doesn't let anyone no. in. Though, <laughs> <laughs> secure people waiting outside for him to put his yeah. tights on. <laughs> just a security guard at his door, like, nah, I'm not getting in, pal. <laughs> And, and, and like I say, over, even over the course of like the entire AEW lifespan, like many wrestlers have said that Cody has always given them time and, and always listened and let them pitch their ideas and sort of give them feedback and said, oh no, I, I think I'd rather win, to be fair. Um, I, think I, <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think it's best if I go over this time, to be honest. Um, it's, it's a good idea. I hear what you're saying. But I'm going to be winning this one, I'm afraid. <laughs> I, think, I think for the long-term book, and it's best if I win this week. Um <laughs> You, you you'll get your one later on, then, line, honest. Don't worry. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, the ECNC title run's been great, but I think it's just time for a change. I think I'm the man to, to carry the title forward. 
I know you're one of the four pillars of the company, but I'm in charge here. So I would really like to be TNT champion. So, um... <laughs> so oh, I'm going to go God. ahead and say no to that. <laughs> Politely decline your request. <laughs> um, I guess when you thought COVID was gone, just like in real life, it's back. Um, while revealing that he recently tested positive for COVID, Jake Roberts tweeted that Tony Khan kept him off AW shows as a precaution due to his being high risk and to, quote, keep everyone safe. Roberts says he believes he got COVID from his family or on a shopping trip. Obviously, um, first of all, we wish Jake all the best with, with COVID. Yeah. We'd, we'd hate for him to... We hope he's doing okay. Um, obviously, he has COPD, which is a lung complication, and COVID yeah. is a pulmonary disease. So mm-hmm. we really do hope that, you know, he's, he's, he's having an all right time but. Um, yeah, we don't want to. Don't want, we, we're not ready for for Jake to go. He's uh, oh. he's, he, he's got he's got too too much still to give. Yeah, yeah. He, he um, needs some of that sexy raspy voice in my weekly shows. <laughs> and there you go. It turns out that Tony Khan, awful on Twitter, really quite good on COVID testing. Yeah. Uh, off the back of that, uh, AEW is still testing unvaccinated wrestlers for COVID on a weekly basis, according to the Wrestling Observer newsletter. Yeah, and so a little bit of um, side story on AEW and vaccinations. So Tony Khan has basically said, where's the effect of he's not making anyone get vaccinated, mm. but he's sort of prioritizing booking wrestlers who are vaccinated because he said it's just easier for them to travel around the country. And there are venues where you have to be vaccinated in order to enter, or you have yeah. to have, you know, and he said it's just, if, every, if, if he can just operate with a, a core of wrestlers who are fully vaccinated, it makes his life a lot easier when it comes to sort of booking events all over the country. Smart, smart. It's fucking, and it get, it gives the incentive to get vaccinated as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, you're you're giving like pushes to people that are vaccinated. Okay, I'll go get mine. <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird way of looking at it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna before, but I, I'd rather get pushed. So yeah, go on then. <laughs> go on. It's 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 night and day in it though between how the two companies are, are dealing with with COVID. You've got within the same week, it comes out that. WWE is saying, don't worry about testing yourself. Oh, also, uh, like, company front man, like, poster boy, has also just tested positive for it. Oh, and also, he's an uh, immunocompromised, or whatever it is. Immunocompromised. The immunocompromised. And then on the other side of that, you've got Tony Khan saying, I'm keeping off TV, the high-risk people, and we're going to test, we're still going to continue to test everyone, whether vaccinated or not. And also, we've got a plan in place. We've got a structure in place to make things easier like yeah. it's mad the difference and it's really mad that like within the space of 30 years you've gone from like wrestlers trying to fucking inject shark hormones to the bodies to get bigger muscles <laughs> to now some apparently won't take a medically cleared vaccine <laughs> sorry hang on rewind people used to inject what oh you know <laughs> back, in, back in the steroid days when it was like oh yeah this needle this needle will give you the big muscles I'm like all right stick it right in my ass and now it's like oh <laughs> No, it's like this is like a medically cleared vaccine that like billions of people are taking across the globe. It's like, oh, I'm not really sure what's in it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ! <laughs> Shark DNA. Go on, then. <laughs> get, we've, get come, in we've, yes. we've come a long way, baby. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aaron, is this next one yours? I think. Yeah. Yeah. According to Fightful, the reason why Miro has only wrestled twice since losing the TNT title in September is because he's dealing with a hamstring injury. He wasn't originally supposed to wrestle in those two matches in November, but ended up filling in for John Moxley in the AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a guy that has a hamstring injury fairly went for it. Still fucking moving about, aren't he? Uh, it's like it's weird, isn't it? Like, right, Miro, I know you're kind of a bit injured, but do you mind just like getting stiffed by Brian Danielson for like 20 minutes? Sure, <laughs> why not? Go on, then. Would, would you be okay with him kicking you really hard in the face? Because um, <laughs> that's what's going to happen. As long as he doesn't go near my hamstring, he can do what he wants. <laughs> no problem. Not a problem. Daniel yeah. Bryan said, known for kicking hamstrings, but it's fine. <laughs> no, no, known hamstring puncher and punter, Brian Danielson. <laughs> Nah, I, hopefully speedy recovery to Mira because he's he's just fucking excellent, and he. I feel like even without the TNT Championship, like still really relevant. Like some of the just, promos I'm, and the I'm vignettes. I'm just really intrigued to see what the end game is for these promos. Yeah, man. Yeah, so he's he's outstanding. So yeah, speedy recovery. Um, next little bits from you, Tacey, I think. Last yeah, um, got some news from Matt Hardy. And his wife, Ruby Sky, who, um, again, this, I'm not entirely sure if this is because it hasn't been officially confirmed, but there's been some tweeting back and forth. mahardy has been in like a sort of jovial mood on, on social media, and he's sort of almost been implying that he's, or that Ruby's having another baby. Pergonant. Again, I'm going to just check out because this was this was sort of like developing all over Twitter the other day. I'm going to sort of see if there's been any updates yet. Can you, can you not just put a sock on it? How many how many kids you got now? Three, four? Oh god, no, like this this will be four already. Fifth, maybe? Yeah, it'd be his fifth. Keep it in your damn pants, Matthew. (laughs) Nah, fair fair play. I mean that's yeah. The boy the boy is feckin'. You learned that from me, didn't you? (laughs) I was just about to say that. Well done. He's feckin'. Matthew feckin' hardy. There we go. He's got his so, own stable just at home. I, mean, I don't, I don't know what um I don't know if he's actually confirming this or I think it was this might be tongue in cheek because literally he posted um so on New Year's Eve he posted a picture of like Rebby like twerking basically. Right. And then a picture of him shrugging his shoulders and then he commented on it saying, Do you think it'll be a boy or a girl this time? Oh, so I don't know if he's implied that he is having a baby or if he just got that ass on New Year's Eve. Mahardi laying some New Year's pipe. Right, next up. <laughs> so I wouldn't, I wouldn't go, um, I wouldn't go send them balloons and flowers just yet. Maybe waiting for uh, yeah. some official yeah. confirmation. There. I think maybe he was just being a bit, um, maybe just being a bit wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> That's all for AEW news. Rest of the world, then. Let's move on to that. So, first off, according to Fightful Select, Tommy Dreamer is, quote, back in the fold at Impact Wrestling. He was suspended in September after his inappropriate comments aired on Dark Side of the Ring. There was initially heat on Dreamer at Impact for those comments, but certain people in the company now believe that, quote, punishment, uh, the punishment fit the offense. What do we reckon? Um. It was quite the thing. The thing is, all he said was he'd seen. I, I say all he said. It was quite rough. Was <laughs> he was only Ric Flair was only having a bit of fun. Basically, was the moral <laughs> of the line on that airplane from hell mm. ride. That is like he was only having a bit of fun. It was just a bit of laugh. It's it's just the more that he, he's come across like he's advocate. Like it's fine. It's Ric Flair. Ah, it's what he does. Like, it's Ric Flair, and it, it's not on. Um, <laughs> But I, 
I don't um, know how I'm, I feel about them bringing him back in if, if this is true. I'm okay with him coming back as long as he understands what he's why. done, what he's done, and why he had to sit out. Like, mm. as long as if I mean, I don't know what impact I like with regards to sensitive training or uh, HR and stuff like that. Mm. If he has gone to sensitive training, if he has, you know, I mean, it's never. I don't believe it's ever too late for anyone to to change their opinions and to, to become a better person. Mm-hmm. Do I think Tommy Dreamer has that capacity? I don't know. That's up to Tommy Dreamer. Um, but I'd like to see some sort of signs that maybe he has at least looked at what he said and maybe started to try and view the world in a slightly yeah. different light. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone should be, like, quote, cancelled forever because um, I think there's always capacity for people to, to change, given the chance. Hmm. Um, Unless your name's Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, yeah, I mean, some people are just fucked, aren't they? Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah if, I mean, I, I just don't hope. I just really hope that it's not a boardroom full of men who have looked at a man and decided that he is good enough to come back to work. Now, at least I hope there was at least some sort of... Um, say, like some sensitivity training or something. Yeah, or some sort of female perspective in there. I guess, like, I don't want a load of old boys to go, oh, yeah, he said the sexist yeah. thing. Yeah, he, oh, he's fine It's now, fine now, don't know. worry, it's been a few months. That's yeah, everyone's, everyone's forgotten. Oh, look, look, look at Tony Congress tweeted, mate, in you come. It's, don't forget about you now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You no, know, I agree. I agree. Um, what's next, Aaron? This is your uh, one, mate. Here we go. Let's go. <laughs> did you, Let's did you go, put this boys. In? Did you put this in? Um, even, even though it's factually incorrect at a certain point, but it's fine. It's fine. It's what happens when we copy and paste things. It's cool. <laughs> uh, WWE. WWE Hall of Famer Jeff Jarrett made his Game Changer Wrestling debut in Atlantic City at, at the Do or Die Rumble at the Die for this show. Technically, it was at the state of um, address by Effie before the Rumble, but okay. I digress. Uh, it's cool. <laughs> um, Jarrett attacked Effie when he smashed a guitar over his head, so it looks like Jarrett versus Effie is coming soon. Wait, Jeffy um, v Effie. Jeffy VFA. Um by, by even when he came out, me and Ryan watched this, right? Even when he came out, like you couldn't, you couldn't tell, tell it was him, could you? Couldn't tell it was I him. I watched so you, it as well. He had like the hat and the balaclava and the yeah. big jacket and everything. You couldn't tell. All you seen was a guitar, and I jokingly said to Ryan, How funny would it be if it was Jeff Jarrett? <laughs> 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 and then it actually was. I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> a wild um, slap not appeared. <laughs> Wild slap nuts. Uh, also, Homicide won the Do or Die Rumble to become the number one contender for John Moxley's GCW Championship. Homicide promised to fuck up Moxley at the Hammerstein Ballroom on January 23rd. Yeah, so they've not actually stated that John Moxley is going to be at the ballroom show. I was going to say. It's been heavily implied. Right. And he's obviously got the number one contendership for the world title match. And that's 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 a huge shout because like AEW haven't confirmed anything about Moxie's return yet. No man. Exactly. That's what the and weird thing is. Will will Tony Khan let him appear on GCW before he comes to AEW? Uh, the thing is, it's the Hammerstein Ballroom though as well. That's where ECW that's, used to do their big ones. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if Mox wants to be there, Mox will be there. Mo- Mox <laughs> will be there, yeah. <laughs> Fucking you tell him not to be there. <laughs> Oh, but as if that were in homicide, I'm pretty sure is like used to be quite close with Moxley. I do believe in the past. Well, he's very good mates with Eddie Kingston. Yeah, obviously, Eddie oh. Kingston's very good mates with Moxley. They're all in that sort of circle, aren't they? Yeah, so, a, so a there you go. Hard bastards. 
Yeah, so I think <laughs> it's uh, I think it's like the perfect guy to have like they, a world they, title match they, against. They've absolutely got a WhatsApp group of people just post all capitals. <laughs> <laughs> no, no grammar, no, no punctuation. <laughs> Caps only, lads. Um, so what? What? We? I? I? I'd, I think we should get Jeff Jarrett versus Effie at the ballroom as well. Fuck it, just just why not? Throw it in there. there. It's your yeah. biggest. It's the biggest show they've probably had in years. Is imagine, it imagine yeah. that, like Jeff Jarrett and Moxie on the same card in the Indies. <laughs> Fucking hell. In 2022. What a time to be alive. <laughs> um, I would just also like to state that on the show, Scotty Too Hotty versus Joey Janela was a thing that happened. I think it was very good. It was, good, though. It, it was all right. It dragged a bit, but it was, it was pretty good. Did he do the um, worm? He, he did. He did do the worm. That's all I mean, with respect to Scotty Too Hotty, that's what he, he's getting booked for now, isn't it? In 2022. He, he also <laughs> came out to banging it. <laughs> As his entrance music. Nice. <laughs> um, and we also seen a close murder in the main event of a Guy close, a close murder. A close murder. It wasn't quite a murder, but right. I mean, th- 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 do you know how GCW are known for death matches? I did, yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This death match had to be stopped. What? Yeah, yeah. The main event had to be stopped because Why? well, go well, on, Aaron, I'll spin us a yarn. I'll tell time. you, <laughs> Alex Colon versus John Wayne Murdoch was the main event. Two deathmatch legends in different companies. Right. Alex Colon being the GCW guy. So he was working on his arm. There was light tubes and all that. The usual deathmatch shenanigans. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then Alex Colon whapped out a two by four with gusset plates on the end of it. With what? Uh, gusset plates. The plates that hold the roofs together, basically. Timber together for roofs. Fuck me. Yeah, yeah. He, he decided to swing that full pelt into John Wayne Murdoch's arm three, four times. What? And it got pretty messy. There was a lot of blood and... Uh, oh. Jesus Christ. What? And yeah. they stopped it as a result? They, they stopped the match yeah, I mean, and then... The, the, dude was, the dude was going to bleed out. If yeah, he was, he was definitely going to bleed out. It was rough. Like, me and Ryan wow. were there like, holy fuck. It was rough as fuck. Um. Alice Cologne tried to make a story out of it, like after the match got stopped. Like they've got this wet white towel wrapping around John Wayne Murdoch's arm, mm. just taping it on, trying to keep it obviously not bleeding out. So but you do it's, like catch a fucking artery, you must have done. Yeah. Um, and you've seen the state of the gusset plate as well. There were spikes bent and everything. It was there's bits on it. It was nasty. Oh, mate, that's horrible. <laughs> And Alice Cologne tried to make a story of it by bringing it a suitcase, going, here's your stuff, fuck off, this is my house. Wow. <laughs> wow. All whilst the crowd are shouting, pussy, <laughs> pussy, at John Wayne Murdoch, because imagine pussy. to be stopped. <laughs> oh, fuck it was me. a riot. It I was mean, a riot. That's shitty of the crowd. Calling the guy, the is- like... Fuck it! The guy could literally die. But but the thing is, if you're in the crowd, you see them making a storyline out of it because the match had to be. It got stopped once, then the match carried on, right. and then it got stopped properly. So the crowd didn't have a clue what was going on. Right, right. So that's why it was a bit oh, confusing. Okay. And yeah. they're all there because, like, look at that! Look at that fanny with all this blood leaving his body. Honestly, it was a fucking. There's why doesn't why does why does why does he just man up and not bleed? <laughs> Suck it back in. <laughs> oh man, oh. that sounds that sounds rough. So so the GCW die for this was a riot in so many ways, from Jeff Jarrett to Scotty Too Hotty 
to a death match that stopped. Bearing in mind, wow. this, this is only like a couple of months after Hannibal nearly killed a referee by <sighs> gigging him like too hard. Was this the one? This was only like a month or so ago. Was this the one where he got like the hair clippers out? And he, or was this a different one? Uh, there was, was a it guy, hair clippers? Was it some guy in Mexico? The referee. One yeah. of the referees. And yeah. it, it ended up turning into like he gashed his head clean. Yeah, he, he nearly like bled out as well. And like fucking Kevin Sullivan was there trying to tell the fans to like tell the cops it was KFA. Fuck <laughs> me. Oh, was it a shoot? Like, did the guy go into business for himself? I think he just fucked up. Like the referee, he was he was, me- he was meant to he was meant to beat on the referee, and then he just like decided to he just like yeah took matters into his own hands. Ooh, and, overdid it a bit. Yeah, oh. he's no- he's notorious for being a bit of a shady worker. To be fair, yeah. Apparently oh, he was yeah. apparently he was pissed as well. Jesus. Like so that contributed, uh, and yeah, there we go. Uh, let's finish. Should we finish with something nice and nice and light? Let's and, go. And yeah, go you on. You can tell this is an Aaron news story. This, um, this is. I mean, I, I'm I'm not entirely sure. This club I've ever seen this collection of words together in my entire life. But, um, but let's go. Um, so we'll long time, it. long time WWE referee Mike Kyoto. Remember him? We all like him. Yeah, man. Is he, is he gone now? He's in AEW, isn't he? He's in AEW. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. in AEW. Um, so anyway, he, he talked about smoking weed with Snoop Dogg on his latest ad-free shows Monday Mailbag Show. Brilliant. He said, "Quote: <clears throat> Everybody got a little turn in there. I think it was Orlando when he showed up at one of the WrestleManias." He had his own camper out there and he'd bring in certain tour buses and campers and everything. I went in there and met him, quote, smizzed up a little bit. <laughs> Is that, I didn't know that was a technical term. Smizzed um, up. Smizzed up. We're going to start using that. It's going to become part of UWP kayfabe. <laughs> there was a bunch of guys with Khalifa in Pittsburgh. Never got to smoke with him, though. Everyone was jealous because they were, we were getting tested that day for marijuana and we had to pay a fine for marijuana, two two and a half thousand dollars. The drug tests were there and his Wiz Khalifa goes blowing big stogies. The whole fucking hallway reeked as we're on our way to take our drug test. Some of the guys walked by and were going to blame the hallway for breathing that shit in. You can't top Snoop Dogg though, there's no way. Wow, what a story to end on. I mean... I don't really know what to say about it. Just imagine Matt Seidel just being like, oh, yeah, mate, it was it was Khalifa, for me. Yeah. Um, it must have just breathed some of that shit in, like repeatedly over the course of the last 10 days. Um, yeah, that, a different time, mate. Different time. The, the, the fact that he, he said, if you get caught with cannabis in your system, it's a two and a half grand fine. That's it. No suspension. No, no nothing. Just pay. Just pay. No getting the sack. If you've got drugs in your system, just pay two and a half. In fairness, though, I when I used to work in the Liverpool Arena, uh, I worked at Snoop Dogg show, and like mm. we had like the the sort of loading bay which we had to cut through to like get stuff to each to the bars, mm. and Snoop Dogg pulled in there with his tour bus, and like the whole this was like an open air loading bay that it fucking reeked of weed. <laughs> <laughs> so when, when oh, he gets man. to a when he gets to a venue, he gets to work. I've mean, <laughs> I, I, I seen Stormzy at Creamfields once and he even stated like on the stage, we're going to smoke some weed backstage. Who else is on the drugs? Brilliant. I'm just, I'm just going to advocate oh. the use of drugs on stage in front of all these tens of thousand people. Yep. <laughs> at least at least we have the good grace when someone mentions drugs on our podcast that we say we don't advocate the use of it. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes you drugs, forget to do Drugs, that. spray paint, blue drink. Just say no, kids. It's, it's all bad <laughs> on that bombshell that wraps up this week's news thank you as always for listening we've been the untitled wrestling podcast if you don't already please drop us a follow on all of our social media outlets facebook youtube and instagram at untitled wrestling podcast and on twitter twitch and discord at untitled rest pod 
we will catch you next week for more wrestling news. All the best. Bye. 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 Hello, yes, Danhausen here. Danhausen has been summoned. You must love this podcast, Housen, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Housen. <laughs>